Got your Bibles tonight. One of them come from Luke's Gospel. Gospel of Luke. Amen. Well, we'll probably get into Revelation tonight too. Amen. Luke chapter 17. A couple weeks ago, probably about a month ago, I ministered on some things tonight that I'm going to. Um, I get fussed at because I preach for an hour or two, or, or um, and sometimes I go long. I don't mean to, um, but, you know, I know we have a short time, church, and I'm really concerned that um, I just don't want people left behind when Jesus comes. Amen. I want you saved. I want your family saved. Amen. And uh, so this is going to kind of finish up or uh, bring the tail end of that message. Amen. But you know, today the Lord began to stir in my heart and, you know, sometimes people don't understand why you come to a community and put a tent up like this. And, uh, you know, some churches feel threatened by it. And, uh, and I get that because, you know, uh, pastors work hard, they labor, they pray, you know, to see people saved and to build a church, to build a ministry. And uh, it's awful when it seems like somebody comes in to poach your, your sheep. Amen. And, and that happens. Unfortunately, it happens. Amen. But I didn't come to poach sheep tonight. Amen. Um, I just came to preach the gospel. And uh, my prayer is that we'll have a, you know, multitude of people saved and uh, these pastors will have a bunch more sheep. Amen. I don't know what's wrong with this mic tonight. That's a little better. Like I said, I don't get along too well with technology, amen? But do you know, I've been reading this Bible pretty much most of my life, and I know what time it is. Amen. How many know the Word of God will give you um, an area, not the exact day, but the Word of God will let you know the times and seasons that we are living in. Amen. And the Word of God says in the last days there would be scoffers saying where's God's promise. He's been saying He's coming. We've been hearing this and hearing this and hearing this. Amen. And they'll just begin to walk away. Just, just throw away the Word of God. Throw away this story that's been told, this message that's been preached for so many thousands of years. And uh, somebody told me the other day, they said, well, Scott said, you know, I've been hearing that ever since I was a kid. Well, the word, that's what the Word of God says. You're fulfilling prophecy. Amen. When you say that, because the Word of God will say that men have been saying that, and, and they'll begin to just discard it and they'll just begin to live their lives any way they want to sounds like the day we're living in today doesn't it amen there'll be mockers scoffers amen hallelujah but i tell you when you read this bible you'll have a different opinion of that you'll have a different outlook amen because if you're a student of the word of god and you study the word of god amen 
you can see that the Word of God is speaking to us today about the times and seasons that we're living in as much as reading the news in a newspaper. Amen. Now, the news that's written in a newspaper probably happened today or within the last couple days and some man wrote about the, the event that took place. The difference in that and the difference in the Bible, the Word of God is, this was written to over 2,000 years ago or around 2,000 years ago and way back beyond that. Amen. And what's amazing is you see this Bible that they say that men wrote coming to, to pass with pinpoint accuracy. Not one word in the Word of God has failed. But everything that it said has come to pass. Now there are still some things yet to come to pass. But I guarantee you they will. Amen. That's why I've set this tent up here. Amen. And I want to pick up in Luke chapter 17. And it says in verse, I want to pick up. Go with me over, I may be too far over here. Amen. Go with me to Luke chapter 21, I'm sorry. Amen. That was my first message. Luke chapter 21, and I want to pick it up in verse 33. Luke 21 and verse 33. Amen. When you got it, say got it. Now Jesus is speaking here. The words are in red, amen. So those of you young Christians or young converts, when you see red, amen, that's where Jesus is actually speaking himself, amen. In verse 33 of Luke's gospel, chapter 21, he said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. That's what I just told you a minute ago. It will come to pass. And he said, verse 34, and take heed to yourselves. Amen. That, that word take heed means you better, you better pay attention. You better, this is important what I'm about to see, say. Amen. Lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that the day come upon you unawares. Now that word overcharged and surfeiting, amen, overcharged means overcharged and burdened and pressed down with the glory of human nature. Amen? In other words, doing your own thing, doing the world thing instead of the God thing. Amen? Instead of having your focus on the, this world and not your focus on God. Amen? And, and surfeiting, amen, means that uh, you indu your indulgence in food and drink and pleasures at the table. So both of those kind of work together. They kind of speak to the day that we're living in. Amen, that there's so many things in this world to keep us occupied. You know, I realize that Satan has used this to perfection. Amen, Satan, if he can't get you in blatant sin, if he can't get you in adultery, if he can't lead you astray into some, in some big mess or some disaster in your life, how many know he'll work in other areas, other ways? Amen, and if he can't get you in deep sin, then he'll just try to get you distracted. He'll try to get you occupied. Amen? And how many know the church has fallen for that big time? 
This nation has fallen. Buddy, you can skydive, you can bungee jump, amen, you can repel, amen. I mean, buddy, you can run, you can jump, you can, I mean, if it's, if it's doable, amen, if there is any type of pleasure or some, any type of excitement, how many know the United States of America has it? Amen. You can Facebook, amen, you can YouTube, we've got computers, bless God, there is so much stuff that we have right at our fingertips in the United States of America in our day, amen, that, that we, unfortunately, Satan is using that to perfection to keep us busy, to keep us occupied, amen. The cost of living, daily life, the job, the kids, amen, the house, the yard, amen, the camp, the lake, Hello? Amen. There are so many things in this world. Amen. We are running 2,000 mile an hour. Can I get an amen? And it seems like there's not enough hours in a day to get it all done. Amen. I'm not just talking about just neglecting God. I'm talking about the cares of this life, things that are important, stuff that we have to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And you know what? Somewhere in the middle of all that, we got to stop and eat. Because how many know if you don't eat, you'll die? Amen. I've caught myself running 70 mile an hour down the road, taking care of business, amen, with a Wendy Burger in one hand, amen, and my cup sitting in the cup, the cup holder, amen, eating French fries out of my lap. Amen. Gotten good at it. Amen. Hallelujah. And sometimes it's at 11 o'clock, sometimes it's at 2 o'clock, 2.30. Amen. How many know we are busy? There's a lot of stuff going on. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know, all of those things are important. We've got a mortgage to pay, the car payment to pay. I can go on and on, utilities. I mean, we've got things that have to be done. Can I get an Amen. Amen. But there's an underlying element. Amen. There are things, amen, that we aren't seeing. We're so busy. Amen. Hallelujah. That we, you know, some people say that you can't see the forest for the trees. Amen. Hallelujah. But there's an underlying element here that Jesus is trying to address because how many believe Jesus looked ahead in time and he saw our day? Amen. If you don't believe that, just study the word of God because Jesus described it to a T. The Word of God also says in the last days that knowledge would increase. Amen. Knowledge would increase. There would be a knowledge explosion. Do you realize up until the early 1900s, amen, people traveled the same way by horse and buggy or a camel. Amen. There, hallelujah. But we didn't have automobiles. We didn't have trains. We didn't have planes. Amen. But how many know all of a sudden the knowledge explosion? Amen. They call this the industrial age. Amen. I don't know. Maybe it's went into the computer age now. Hallelujah. But there was this industrial age. Amen. This explosion where all of a sudden, amen, factories were going up all over the place. And all of a sudden, you know, travel was, was different. Everything was changing. Amen. Until, you know, uh, farmers that just went out. You think about this. Amen. What they used to grow, eat, they grew. Amen. My grandmother told me one time that they would go back, you know, 80 years ago, 70 years ago, and she would take $2, amen, to the, and go to the store and buy enough supplies to last them for a month. 
They bought coffee in socks. They bought flour in great big socks. Amen. And most of the other stuff they grew on the farm. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's how they took care of themselves, you know. And kids, like kids today that are on their video games or whatever, amen, was hoeing corn in the cornfields, if you will. Amen. Working in the garden because if they didn't, when wintertime came, they starved. In the United States of America. Amen. I said something the other night about John F. Kennedy coming to West Virginia, one of the most poverty-stricken places, amen, in the world. Amen. And came into this state, amen, and trying to figure out how the United States of America could help West Virginia. Amen. Hallelujah. And, you know, I thank God that, that you know, we've come a long ways. West Virginia is still behind, I believe, a lot of the other states in the nation, amen. But we have come a long ways. And I thank God for that. Amen. Man, it's nice to be able to pull up the drive through and get you something to eat and motor on down the highway and go to the grocery store and get food. Amen. It's, it's, you know, these are nice things. Amen. But, but the thing that I believe Jesus was looking ahead here, amen, he was saying be careful that you don't get, that, that your hearts be overcharged, overrun, overtaken. Amen. With, with the cares of this world, with the things of this life, can I get an amen? Because, see, a lot of people, man, well, I'd never commit adultery. No, sir, Brother Scott, I would never commit. You'll never catch me there. I'll never drink alcohol. I'll never do drugs. No, sir, you'll never catch me. I thank God I'm saved and I'm on my way to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. But, see, we're not seeing the little things. Amen. The little the little. Uh, the, th the hidden things, the things that we just look over, amen, about how busy we have gotten in our life, amen, to where Satan has got us, amen, so spread out that there is no time for God in our life. Amen. Jesus said, be careful. Take heed to yourselves. Amen. That you don't get overcharged with the suffering and drunkenness and careless drunkenness. Drunkenness. Well, Scott, I don't drink. I don't drink. I'm ta He's talking about getting totally drunk on the cares of this life. That's the things I was just talking about. Amen. And how many can look around and say we've done that? Amen. And I, I don't mean, I'm not trying to be critical. I'm trying to preach a wake-up call. Amen. Because, church, there's some things we got coming that we don't want coming. Amen. Amen. The Word of God says to redeem the time. I mean, there's only, we figured that out, we've talked about that. There's only so many hours in a day. Amen. And you know what I found out? If you want God in your life, if you want God in your day, you got to make time for God. Can I get an amen? I've told y'all stories about how God came into, you know, I blew my knee out in January last year, early January, and I ended up sitting on the couch in the wee morning hours of the night, amen, and God speaking to me, and that went on for a year. Then the tent went up, amen. Well, you know what? When the tent went up two months ago, amen, I was prayed up, read up, man, ready to go. I mean, man, I was just dripping like a sponge. God had gotten me ready. Amen, man, the Word of God was just flowing, man, like rivers. I was so thankful for that, amen. It's one of the best times that I've ever had in my life, amen. But about three weeks ago, I kind of hit the wall, 
Amen. Because, see, I leave here late at night. I get home about midnight. I get in bed somewhere between, you know, 1130, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. Amen. So how many know when you got to go to work the next day after being at the tent meeting, amen, most of the night, amen, you got an hour, a little over an hour drive back home, amen, and then you got to get up. You can't get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. You can't get up at, I had my alarm clock set for 4.30, so I never was up later than 4.30, and I would get up and spend at least an hour and a half every morning, two hours with God every morning, Amen. I love the morning time because there's no noise in the house. There's no distractions. I can sit right there with my Bible open, amen, talking to God, reading, studying the Word, tears streaming down my face. I don't have anybody ask me, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Amen. Well, let me tell you something. When you get behind the veil, when you get in the presence of God, bless God, honey, tears will stream down your face. Amen. Bless God. You don't just shout, shout at the tent meeting. Amen. You don't just cry and rejoice at the tent meeting, bless God. Amen. You do it everywhere you go in the weedy morning hours when there's nobody around glory to God because how many know some of the best times I've ever had in the Lord is when just me and Jesus was hanging out together <laughs> glory to God amen but then all of a sudden I realized man something like, so the Lord began to deal with me he said Scott he said you you don't have the time that you have and I said well what well Lord I, what am I going to do I don't know what to do and then brother Eric got up here you know, he's a troublemaker too. Amen. And he preached a message there the other night, and I thought, yes, you know, the Lord was speaking to me. Amen. So the Lord told me, he said, now, he said, Scott, you've got to arrange this, amen, to where, amen, that you've still got that time. Amen. Glory to God. Because, see, amen, we run through this life. We've got time to go through the Wendy's drive-thru. Amen. we got time to go to the restaurant because if we don't eat, we'll die. Can I get an amen? But how many know there's a spiritual man? Amen. There's a spiritual man that has to have the bread of life, the spiritual food. Amen. The relationship with God. Can I get an amen? That feeds the spiritual man or the spiritual man will die. Amen. Hallelujah. Now tonight I feel better. Amen. Because I've had that spiritual food. Amen. I've had some time with God again. Amen. So I'm reorganizing my life because you know what? My time with God cannot change. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Because see, amen, bless God, there are things. I'm a, a priority guy. I believe in prioritizing things. Amen. And I believe I've got my list because how many know in a day's time you can't get it all done? So my goal is, is to get the most important things done first. Amen. And church, the most important thing in our day, amen, is our daily bread, glory to God. Hallelujah. How many know our daily bread is our time that we spend with the bread of life, Jesus Christ? Can I get an amen? And honey, I found out if you start your day with Jesus, honey, amen, your whole, your whole day will go along with Jesus, and your day will end with Jesus. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. But Satan has got us so distracted, we just don't have time for God anymore. Amen. And this is our schedule. Amen. Our schedule is Sunday morning. We get up and we go to church. Amen. And we spend an hour and a half, hour, hour and a half, two hours, amen, at church. Amen. And then we go home. And then we go through our week. With all this stuff that's going on and all these things to do and all this busy stuff that we have going on. Amen. Glory to God. And we forget about God. 
We don't have no prayer time. We don't have no time with God to study His Word. We don't spend any time. So how many know you are, you, in essence, we don't realize it, but we are starving our spiritual man to death. And we wonder why, amen, we're struggling. That's because the Word of God says the flesh wars against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. Amen. How many know the strong man will win the battle? Amen. Because how many know a starved man can't fight? Can I get it? Amen. I'm preaching better than y'all are shouting tonight. Amen. I must have hit a chord here tonight. I'm not coming to jump on you. I want you to have victory in your life. Amen. Glory to God. I want you to get up in the morning and the devil start wringing his hands saying, my God, they're done awake again in the morning. Glory to God. And they're praying for people. There's a move of God. My God, we're waiting on a move of God in the church and we're all sitting in the church. A move of God will happen when you move and God moves in you. Amen. Glory to God. House to house. Street corner to street corner. Amen. One job to another. Glory to God. How many know the move of God is in you? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We've got to wake up this man inside of us, the spiritual man. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, we've got to change that. Hallelujah. And, and see, I've come to Flatwoods, West Virginia to expose some things. Not people. Not people. I've come, amen, to expose the devil, the schemes and the strategies of the devil. Amen, because, see, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That means schemes and strategies of the devil. Do you realize hell has got schemes against you? Do you realize hell is, is, is strategizing, trying to figure out how to take you out, to take you down? Amen. Do you realize that God has is, 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 is got strategies and schemes and amen to take you up? Amen. So there's a war going on between the spirit and the flesh, the flesh and the spirit. And these are contrary, wandering like oil and water. Amen. So how many know, bless God, the way that you overcome the flesh, yourself, bless God, is through the relationship and the word of God, through the bread of life, glory to God. How many know you got to feed your spirit man more than you do the natural man? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so Jesus is saying, beware that you don't get drunk on this world and the cares of this life and so that the day comes upon you unaware. Amen. You know why I'm preaching this tonight? Because it's coming upon us unaware. There's something coming and we don't see it. Hallelujah, Brother Scott. Now, you, we, we just what are you talking about tonight? I can tell because I watch people. I watch the church. I see what's going on in our nation. We're, we do not see what is coming. Amen. Because Satan has worked the busy schedules of our lives to perfection. Amen. Well, bless God, I'll have power over the devil. We'll exercise it. Amen. Do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Prove me wrong. Show me. It will tickle me to death that the church tomorrow morning, bless God, will prove me wrong. Amen. I could take my tent down and go down the road a happy man because I have come, bless God, amen, to see the church come out of the slumber and out of the sleep and become the church of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The greatest force and power on the planet. Hallelujah. To rise up the army of God, to rise up so the enemies of, of hell can be scattered. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. The church is not our enemies. Our brothers and sisters are not our Hell is our enemies. Amen. See, the cares of life will blind you. Amen. So that the day comes upon you unawares. Verse 35, for as a snare, as a snare, does anybody want to know what a snare is? It's a trap. Amen. That you catch unsuspecting little animals in it. Amen. I'll fix that rabbit. He comes back to my garden. I got a snare set for him. Amen. Now, Jesus is talking to the church here. Can I get an amen? He's saying, church, don't let Satan trap you. Amen. For as a snare it shall come upon all them that dwell upon the face of the whole earth. Amen. Hallelujah. How many want your families to go to heaven? How many want your, your neighbors? How many got people you love that you want to go to heaven? Amen. The world can't see this. Amen. But you and I as the church, bless God, Jesus is talking to us and tell us, telling us to keep our spiritual eyes open. To realize the days that we're living in, the times and seasons that, amen, glory to God. Amen, because we've got to get these people, bless God, into the kingdom of God. Their souls to be saved. Amen, there's victories to be won, glory to God. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he said in verse 36, watch ye therefore and pray always. Watch ye therefore and pray always. Boy, there's a thought. Be watching for the coming of Jesus Christ and praying always. Didn't the Apostle Paul say it? Paul said that we should pray without ceasing. Bless God, how can you do that? Amen, glory to God. Bless God, have you ever woke up in the middle of the night praying? Amen. If you pray all the time, you'll do that. You'll experience that. Amen. Pray going up and down the road in your car. Glory to God. Amen. Just because you're not in church don't mean you can't pray. Pray just means to have a conversation with God. Can I get a... Do you realize that you can talk to God about your problems, amen, all day long, every day of the week? Can I get an amen? You can have... It's a relationship. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times we got to find, I got to find somebody. I got to find somebody who can help me. Bless God. Glory to God. Amen. Do you realize that if you call upon Jesus, Jesus can help you tonight? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Watch ye therefore, pray always that you may be accounted worthy. That you may be accounted worthy. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy. Amen. To escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I read this totally backwards tonight. Amen. I want to go back over to Matthew. Matthew chapter 24. Amen, because see, in the beginning of Matthew chapter 24, the disciples are asking Jesus what the signs of the end of the world are going to be. And Jesus starts describing to them the earthquakes in different places, famines, pestilences, all these things that are coming to pass. Amen. 
that there'll be many will be deceived, and it just goes on to name a whole bunch of things that I ministered on a few weeks ago. Amen. How I many know this is the very thing that Jesus is warning about us in Luke? Amen. Keep our focus on the prize, and Jesus is the prize tonight. Amen. How I many of the Word of God says we got to be looking for His appearing? How many believe Jesus is coming back? Glory to God. And church, that's what I'm preaching about, the coming of the Lord tonight. The other day I preached about we got to be ready for His coming. Now, bless God, I'm going to explain why we better be ready. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm preaching this because I care about people. Amen. Because, see, in this modern church age that we live in, somehow, some way, there's been the doctrines have, have focused on us. It's all about me. It's all about mine. It's all about, amen, glory to God. And we got our focus on all this stuff that we're doing. And we've got, been gotten so busy, amen, with all this, you know. And, and some of that's okay, church. Amen. But the bottom line is this. Amen. We, are we so busy that we don't realize that Jesus is coming back? Amen, bless God. For those of us that are looking for His appearing, that's fine. I'm looking forward to that day, bless God. I am ready to get out of here. I can't wait to see Jesus. I can't wait to see heaven. Glory to God. Amen. But the Apostle Paul said one day, amen, I may depart, but I may stay. It's better for you if I stay. It's better for me if I go. What, do you, what did he mean by that? Glory to God. Do you realize, church, that the underlying thing that we're not seeing, that Satan's trying to blind us and keep us too busy to see, bless God, that at any second Jesus could come back and the people we love are going to be left behind and lost forever. Amen. That's why this tent's up here tonight. Amen. And I can't understand why. Amen. You know... <laughs> I can't understand why we're fussing over cameras, whether we're, you know, the technology. Amen. Why, you know, amen. Why, I don't like technology either, but if it'll reach 18,000 people in 11 days about the gospel of Jesus Christ and these messages that are being preached, bless God, and get some more people saved, bless God, I'm all for it, glory to God. Hallelujah. My God. Amen, we, we've got all of our pet peeves and all of our little imps and all of our little hang-ups, bless God, that I can't do this and I can't be a part of nothing because, amen, my God, can we see that Jesus is coming? Can we see, bless God, that our families are going to be lost and go to hell forever and forever? My God, we've got to come out of the slumber. We've got to come out of the suffering and the drunkenness, bless God. We've got to have God open our eyes so we can see the times and the seasons that we are living in. Amen, because here's the thing, if the church don't know, how's the world going to know? Jesus said the world don't have a clue. Amen. And the great commission from Jesus Christ our Lord to the disciples that became the apostles, bless God, said, go you. Amen. He said, go ye. Everybody in here is a ye. Go ye into your community. Amen. Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Do you realize tonight that you and I are included in that? Amen. Russ, God, I just can't do that. I just can't get it. By God, we need to pray and ask the Lord to give us a boldness. 
Amen. We need to get in prayer. We need to get in the Word of God. We need to get so full of God and say, now, God, give me the boldness. Amen. To be able to talk to people about you. Amen. God, give me. Amen. Bless God. Put me in position throughout my day. Amen. Do you know if you get up in the morning, amen, and you say, Lord, I pray that you take this day of my life. Lord, I pray that you bring people into my life, that you, that you will live in me today, that you will give me opportunities to be able to witness to people. It will happen. It'll blow your mind. You won't have to start the conversation. They will. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. That's what's missing from the church. Amen. My God, we're going 100 miles an hour down the road trying to get where we're going. We're passing people along the way every day of our life that need Jesus Christ tonight. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many have somebody witness to you? How many are here tonight because somebody took the time out of their busy schedule, amen, to tell you about a man. Come and see a man. Let me tell you about a man called Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because see, Jesus, I want to pick it up in verse 20. Matthew chapter 24, verse 20. Because Jesus here is speaking about the end time events that will happen. And he said here, verse 20, he said, But pray you that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. How many have ever wondered what that, what does that mean? Pray that your flight not be in the winter or the Sabbath day. Hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Your journey, the flight is your journey. Amen. How many know we're journeying through this life? Amen. How many know winter is the last season of the year? How many know the Sabbath is the last day of the week? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I'm going to come right back to that. Because he said in verse 21, For then shall be great tribulation. Everybody say great tribulation. Not tribulation, but great tribulation. Such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. I don't like the sound of that. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, I don't know, I don't know how much in the, many people in the church don't know this, John, but I suspect there's a lot that really don't even know this. Amen. Bless God, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the tribulation period that is coming. I know you've been taught that God loves everybody unconditionally. Everybody's going to heaven. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, the Word of God, amen, does not say that. Yes, God loves everybody. Amen. But He gave His Son to die on a cross 2,000 years ago that whomsoever believeth in Him would not perish, would not perish, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Glory to God. Here's the problem. If you don't accept His Son, you'll perish. Can I get an amen? Now, this is strong. This is tough. But bless God, we got to come out of the drunkenness. Amen. we got to come out of the suffering. We've been long asleep. We've been so busy. This thing is, this thing is taking us over, coming on, down on our... It's coming down, bless God, and we do not see it coming. Amen. But he said it's the awfulest time that will ever be on earth. Verse 22, except those days should be shortened. Everybody say shortened. There should be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Amen. Now, 
There are people that say that that's talking about the elect is the Jews. Well, you know what? It could be the Jews or it could be the church. Can I get an amen? Now let's go back. He said in verse 20, Pray thee that your flight or your time on this earth be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. How many know the last event, the last time on earth that Jesus is talking about here is the tribulation period? So how many know what Jesus is saying? You don't want to be here. Amen. Well, Brother Scott, if he don't want me to be here, then I'll have to die. No, that's not what he's saying. He was saying that the days would be shortened. Amen? Except those days would be shortened. But for the elect's sake, they shall be shortened. Not for everybody, but for the elect's sake. Amen? Now go back with me to Luke chapter 21. Verse 36, I want to go back to 35, he said, because for as a snare it shall come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch you therefore and pray always that you may be able to be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Amen. Do you realize, bless God, amen, for some those days will be shortened. What do you mean, Brother Scott? The Word of God says, Amen, bless God, that the trumpet, the, ark, the trumpet's going to sound. Amen, Paul said, Amen, bless God, that when this day is going to come, Amen, glory to God, when the trumpet shall sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first. We which are alive remain shall be caught up together with them to meet them in the air, to be with the Lord, bless God. How many know the, the coming of Jesus Christ is near? Amen, the time that the Word of God says, when you see all these things coming to pass, glory to God, know that you're in the season. Nobody knows the day or the hour, but how many can see we are in the season it's all around us amen but bless God I don't understand how the church can be seeing this and understanding this bless God when we're continuing to buzz up and down the road a hundred mile an hour bless God we're so busy with all those things that we don't have time for God you know what that tells me they either don't believe it amen or they don't know it say amen or oh me how I'm stirred up Amen, because I've got family members that I don't want to be left behind. I don't want them to be a part of this thing that's coming. I don't want them to go to hell, a lake of fire that's going to burn forever and forever and forever. I want them to go to heaven. So I've got a tent set up. I'm preaching the gospel. I'm sounding an alarm. Bless God. I'm trying to tell people, hey, the alarm clock is going off. Amen. And how many know we got to stop reaching over and hitting that snooze button? Amen. My God, somebody has got to get a picture. Somebody's got to get a revelation and understanding of this. Glory to God. Amen. Because how many know Jesus called us? He called us. He called the church to go into all the world. Amen. And preach the gospel. How many know the preaching of the gospel is how we prepare people to get ready. Amen. Glory to God. To go when Jesus comes. Amen. To be taken out before this time comes on the earth. Amen. Because see, the next great event that's going to happen is the coming of the Lord in the clouds. Amen. When he takes his church out of this earth. Amen. Now he said, John, he's coming back for a glorious church, not having spot, wrinkle, or blemish. So that tells me we may have a little bit of time. Amen. Because he's got to get us straightened out. He's been working on me for 17 years. He's been working on any of y'all. 
Amen. He's been telling some of you, man, we got to get a little closer. We got to dig in a little deeper. We got, amen. Hallelujah. And people tell me, bro, Scott, I'm just perfect in God. I'm perfect in God. Amen. Well, you know what? If you're perfect in God, you'd be turning the world upside down for Jesus Christ. Amen. Bless God. I look around at my community. I look around at our state. I look around at our nation. Bless God. And I'm not happy. Amen. With where I am. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many want to see Jesus do something in your life? Amen. Most Christians have never led one person to the Lord. Amen. Wouldn't a lot don't even know how. I wouldn't know how to start. I wouldn't know. Amen. We got John, we got to get this fixed, buddy. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we just bring them to church. Amen. Well, sometimes they won't come to church. Amen. John was talking about a situation the other day that he felt he missed it. Now, John, I want to say this to you. Amen. I don't know how many times I've done that, but you know, there have been times that I've missed an opportunity to witness somebody. Man, that's the awfulest feeling. I mean, when you realize that you've missed it and you didn't do what the Lord, there was an opportunity there. And it's awful. It's awful. How many want to please the Lord? The Word of God said, please Him in all pleasing glory to God. Amen. But you know, I've asked the Lord, I've said, Lord, if you'll give me another chance, amen, I'll do it next time. And do you realize there have been countless times in my life where God has brought that back around? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Just ask Him. It's awesome what God, you know what, amen, if you start asking God to do things like that in your life, you will be amazed at how God comes alive in your life. Amen. And you'll start living the life like Peter and Paul lived. Amen. Bless God. We're serving the same God, living in the same world that they lived in. Because people don't change. The faces change, but people are the same. Glory to God. There are still sinners in need of a Savior. Can I get an amen? And you and I are called to do the job. Hallelujah. Yes, there's time. I got, well, bless God, you enjoy this life a little bit. Amen. Well, you know what? Bless God, that's fine. Hallelujah. But do you realize today when Jesus came to the temple, bless God, and found what was going on, went out there and cursed that fig tree, you know what? He was upset. There was no fruit on the tree. Glory to God. Amen. God don't care about it. God will bless us with houses. God will give us cars. You know, God will give us. Amen. But you know, on Judgment Day, God wasn't looking for cars. Amen. God wasn't looking for bank accounts. Amen. God wasn't looking. Amen. Bless God for all the fun that you had. He was looking for the souls. He's looking for the soul because Jesus died for the sinner. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But the next great event is going to be the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ when he's going to take his church out of this, out of this world. Amen. How many know <coughs> whenever Jesus came 2,000 years ago, he came to his own and his own received him not. Amen. Which was the Jewish people. Amen. And they rejected him. They shouted, crucify him. He's not our king. Away with him. Crucify him. Amen. How many know they rejected their Savior, John? Amen. And whenever Jesus came to the temple and cursed that tree, what he was saying, amen, he was taking the mantle off of the Jewish people, bless God, and he was giving it to the Gentiles. Now, the Gentiles are the rest of the nations of the world, everybody other than Jews. Amen. And do you realize that happened? Amen. Whenever Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave and all of a sudden the gospel was being preached, very few Jews received the, the message. 
Amen. The apostle Paul was in one of their churches one morning trying to preach Jesus Christ to them. And finally he stood up, he dusted off his clothes, and he said, all right. He said, since you Jews, amen, uh, judge yourselves unworthy of, of eternal uh, uh, grace, of eternal salvation, he said, I'll turn to the Gentiles. Bless God, then it was on. Amen. All of a sudden, bless God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. How many of the Gentiles had been on the outside looking in? Now all of a sudden, God put the mantle, amen, on the Gentiles. And the Gentiles are getting saved by the thousands, and God is shaking the whole world. And Christians all around the world are getting saved and becoming the, the children and the family of God. It was a beautiful thing, glory to God. And how many know that's been going on for 2,000 years now? Amen. But now we're in the waning days. Amen. When this thing is winding down. Amen. And the word of God says the day will come that the times of the Gentiles will be fulfilled. Amen. God's going to flip the switch back off. And the, how many know God's going to once again turn his focus back to the Jewish people, back to Israel. Amen. Those lights are going to come back on for Israel. Because how many know there's still seven years that God has to deal with Israel. But Paul said all of Israel shall be saved. Can I get it? Amen. Do you realize God put a space of time, amen, in the dispensation down through the ages, amen, to give an opportunity for you and I and our family members, the people that we love, this community, bless God, to be saved tonight. Can I get an amen? And church, we are wasting the opportunity. Amen. Hallelujah. And I don't mean to be critical, but I just want to try to open your eyes to some facts here. Amen. We get up Sunday morning. We go to church. Amen. We put in our hour, our hour and a half, our two hours, which is great. Thank God for churches. Amen. But you can almost see a repetitive thing every Sunday morning. Every Sunday morning, it's the same thing over and over. And 17 years ago, God stopped me dead in my tracks and said, Scott, what are you doing? And I said, well, Lord, I don't know. What am I doing? And he, so he began to show me glory to God. Yes, it's great to come in and sing songs. Yes, it's great that we're going to heaven. Yes, it's awesome, bless God, that God lives in our hearts, bless God. Amen. But do you realize there's multitudes out here, amen, in this world that doesn't know this Jesus that you and I know. And they don't know him because you and I haven't told them about him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The fields, the churches aren't white and ready to harvest. The fields, the fields are white and ready to harvest. Amen. Jesus said, go you into all the world. He didn't say go to the church and bring them to the church. Amen. He said, go you into all the world. And preach the gospel. But Scott, how do I do that? When, all, when you're in a situation where there's a group of people on a ball field, amen, somebody breaks their leg or something happens. You're on the highway and there's a car accident. Amen, glory to God. Somebody goes to the hospital. Amen, glory to God. And you're the Christian in the crowd. Hey, glory to God. How many know this is an opportunity? Amen. This is a place, amen, where Jesus Christ can shine, can I get amen? Because you're the Christian. You're the one that's supposed to be praying. You're the one that's supposed to be calling down heaven. Can I get an amen tonight? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. If you're the Christian in the room, Amen. You are the one that has the one in you, amen, that can change the circumstances in that place, in that room. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Amen. You might be the only Jesus anybody ever sees, that ever hears. Amen. There are people that they don't like. There's some that don't like me to preach funerals. Amen. And I preached a bunch of them. I don't like it. Amen. I can't wait to heaven. Get to heaven. No more death. No more pain. No more tears. No more death. Amen. I'm sick of seeing people die. I'm sick of funerals. Amen. But the Lord told me, he said, Scott, when you preach a funeral, I want you to preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. It's nice to say some nice words about the person and their life. That's great. Amen. I do a eulogy and I talk about the people. But the message, amen, is about Jesus Christ and him crucified. It's about how to get saved. Because the Lord says, Scott, there will be people in that funeral service that may never go to church. They may never have an opportunity to hear the gospel. Amen. Glory to God. Now, I'm the heavy. Amen. Because, and it comes down on me because, you know, people say, well, you know what? You know, he just, you know, he just pushed it too much and I, he really didn't have to do that. Well, no, I didn't have to. Amen. But I'm called to. Glory to God. Because how many know I'm responsible, amen? You are responsible, glory to God, amen, to preach the gospel, to be witnesses of Jesus Christ, amen, as we're living on this earth. That's why God leaves us here tonight, glory to God, amen. Because, see, here's the thing. Whenever Jesus takes his church out of this world, amen, it, we're going to heaven, we're going to be with Jesus, amen, and it's a thing called the wedding feast of the Lamb. It's the biggest family reunion, amen, all those that went on before us, our grandparents, our pastors, amen, bless God, our loved ones, our, our moms and dads, amen, there's going to be a great family reunion, bless God, hallelujah, amen, and we're going to be rejoicing having the time of our life in heaven with Jesus, amen, because we have been found worthy, amen, we've been looking for, instead of being caught up in all this stuff in this world, amen, we've made time for Jesus, we've moved our schedule around, bless God, so I can get up in the morning and read my Bible. I can spend a, an hour, a half hour in prayer, bless God. Amen. I've made room in my life, bless God. Amen. To have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. So that I am worthy to escape. Worthy to escape when Jesus comes. Because how many know everybody is not going to meet that appointment? Not everybody is going to be spiritually ready. That's a scary thing, L.A. Amen. Because see, there were five wise and five foolish virgins. So half, amen, that thought they were going, went, and the other half didn't. Amen. I want to be in the half that's going. Can I get an amen? I want my family and the people that I love. I want Flatwoods, West Virginia. I want Gasaway. I want the state of West Virginia. I want the United States of America, amen, to be worthy, bless God, amen, because I don't want them to miss this appointment. Because, see, the Word of God says that the tribulation period, when the church is taken out, it will trigger, it will end the church age. Amen. And it will begin the tribulation, the, seventh, the, the last day of the week, the last season winter of the, of the season, the last time on earth, the last seven years of the human race. Amen. And how many know, bless God, it's unfortunate, but the wrath of God that these people say is not, amen, is not in the Bible. Apparently somebody's not reading their Bibles. 
Because the Word of God says you better have Jesus in your heart and you better be ready to go because there's a time of trouble that's coming that's worse than the Holocaust. That's worse than what Pharaoh went through in Egypt. That's worse than any war or any hell or destruction or chaos. The floods, all of the hell and chaos that's been on this earth. Amen. It's going to be worse than that all combined. Amen. Because it's going to be hell on earth, literally. Amen. There's going to be parts of the earth that scorch with fervor and heat. Everything is burned and dried up. Amen, there, there is going to be, amen, hailstones that fall out of the sky, tear cities down. It's in the Word of God. Amen. There's going to be wars like the world has never seen before. People seeing their children, their babies slashed to pieces. Amen, death, hell, and destruction, and chaos everywhere. It is going to be hell on earth. Brother Scott, why in the world are you preaching this? Because we don't realize it's coming. We're not ready for it. Man, we, we don't know it because preachers are not preaching this stuff anymore. It's the Word of God. I'm giving you the Word of God. The Word of God says there'll be beasts, amen, like, like locusts, amen, that have faces like men and helmets, amen, like, 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 like brass or gold, amen, and they'll have tails with stingers and they'll sting men, amen, not eat the crops, amen, but they'll sting men and the torment of those things. Amen. And there'll be people that seek death. It'll be so bad they want to die. But the Word of God says you can't die. Amen. These, we got these movies, The Walking Dead. Amen. Apparently somebody read the book of Revelation. You'll have people walking around, and I can see them. Maybe they've tried to commit suicide in some way, but they can't die. So what does that mean? That means they're walking dead. Amen. Still alive. You can't escape it. The Word of God says the fear of, of men will come upon them. They'll crawl into the holes in the mountains. Amen, into the caves, and they'll ask the mountains to fall in on them for fear of the things that's coming upon the earth. Amen, glory to God, because the Word of God says time will end. Amen, and, the, and, and God will be no longer hidden, but they'll realize it's the God of heaven that's pouring out His wrath on the earth because they have rejected His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen, I don't like preaching this, but somebody has got to tell the truth. It's going to be worse than you can even imagine. Amen. And you know the thing that blew my mind? I read just a little bit in Revelation there earlier today. And the Word of God says that even though all this is happening, amen, God will give them a space of time to repent of their fornication, of their adultery, of their lying, of their cheating, and of their evil, and they still won't repent. So what does that tell you? Brother Scott, that's in the Bible. I haven't even scratched the surface. Amen. And I don't, I don't like to have to be the guy that has to say all this. Amen. But church, there is a reason that Jesus died on the cross. There's a reason that he went through what he went through. Amen. Beating on that whipping post and going to that cross, dying the most gruesome death that's ever been. It was, they, the Romans had an art to how they could take a person, amen, to the edge of death, but yet not kill him so that they could torment him as much as they could before he died. That's what Jesus went through, amen, to save us. 
to deliver us from this time that is coming so that we wouldn't have to have a care in the world. I'm ready to go. I'm waiting on Jesus to come and get me, bless God, because I'm not going to be living here when that happens. I want to be worthy. I want to be found worthy to be ready to escape. Amen. And that's when Jesus, because see, when the, when the virgins, there was a shout made. Amen. And the bridegroom came. Amen. And how many know five of the, of the virgins had oil in their lamp and five didn't? Amen. How many know what oil is? That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's the presence and the Spirit of God. How do you get that? Getting up in the morning reading your Bible. Getting up in the morning and praying. Amen. Glory to God. Saying no to this world and yes to God. Making an opportunity in your everyday life. Amen. To have a relationship with God. To spend time with God. Amen. That were the five wise virgins. How many they had oil in their lamps? Amen. Jesus was living inside of them, oozing out of them. Glory to God. But how many know the five foolish, bless God, amen, were suffering in the cares of the world. Amen. They were too busy to spend time with God. Amen. Glory to God. They were going to church on Sunday morning, bless God, but not even spending time with God the rest of the week. Brother Scott, you're, you're upsetting me. Amen. Well, I, I hope I open your eyes. Glory to God. Because how many know, bless God, if Jesus said, amen, be careful that you don't go get so wrapped up in all of this stuff in this world because Satan it's keeping people busy. He's keeping people busy. He's keeping you occupied. He's keeping you from thinking about what's coming. Amen. Some didn't know what was coming, but now that you do, bless God, I'm praying your life changes. Glory to God. I'm praying that you reorganize, amen, your day. Hallelujah. And make some room for God. Glory to God. Because, church, here's the thing. Not only is you, are you and I depending on this, how many know we are running out of time to get our families into Jesus? We're running out of time to get our families in the ark of God, which was a type of the ark of Noah, to get them in because when the storm comes, when the, when, when the, when the, when the, the, the judgment of God comes, amen, in the tribulation period, I want the people that I love saved. I want West Virginia saved. That's why I've got this tent up preaching. Amen. The way I'm preaching because people's telling you this little uh, fairy tale gospel Amen, glory to God, that everything's going to be, you know, huggy-poo and, and just roses and everything's fine. But the Word of God, amen, says the opposite. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to be ready, church. We've got to be ready. Hallelujah. Amen. i, I got to quit. It's done got dark. Hallelujah. Jesus said in verse 34 of Luke chapter 20, take heed to yourselves. I can't do this for you. Amen. This is something that we, LA, we've got to make a decision. We're going to heaven. Amen. And there ain't nothing in this world worth losing heaven or missing our divine appointment that we have at Jesus' appearing. Amen. Take heed. Listen, any time your heart's be overtaken with the drunkenness and cares of this life so that the day come upon you unaware. Amen. Sir, Satan is working overtime to keep the church blind to the fight. Working overtime. We have all this fun stuff and all this exciting stuff to do. Not only that, but you know, keeping the bills paid and keeping the kids taken care of. Amen. There's a lot to do. Amen. But church, there are things in our life. See, we've lost discipline in the church today. Amen. 
How many know discipline is something? Not everybody. There are some great churches. There are people that are disciplined. I'm not saying all. But church, look at our nation. Look at our community. Amen. Hallelujah. How many know every morning you've got to get up and decide, amen, that you're going, that you're going to make Jesus the Lord of your life every single morning? Amen. Now, do we do that? No. Amen. Are we, is that going to change today? No. Amen. But you know, it's no different than exercising or a diet. Amen. How many know you've got to discipline yourself because your flesh is lazy, your flesh is selfish, your faith wants to ride, your flesh wants to ride every ride, every roller coaster, it wants to bungee jump, it wants to do all, it don't want anything to do with God. Amen. Hallelujah. But how many know we can't let this man of the flesh dictate, amen, the outcome of our life? Amen. Hallelujah. Because, see, if, if, you, if you spend time with God and in God's Word, time with God and in His Word and in prayer, it will show up in your life. It will change your life. Amen. Struggles that you struggle with, you'll struggle with no more. They'll just, they'll just go away. They'll go away. I'm telling you that most of the problems that the church has, that they struggle with, John, if they would get up in the morning an hour, spend an hour with God every morning, just an hour. I'd like to see you give him an hour and a half, two hours. But if you'll give him a half hour, but if you'll give him an hour every morning, amen, most of what you're struggling with would just disappear. Amen. How do you know that, Brother Scott? I've lived it. Amen. Do you know how many times I've asked God, God, take this out of my life. God, I wish this would go away. God, I wish I wasn't facing that. God, I wish I, amen. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. And when finally God got me to the point, amen. Hallelujah. There ain't no life like it. Amen. Living the life that we live with Jesus Christ, like Paul said, for me to live is Christ. Paul used to get up in the morning and he said, Lord, this is not my day. Amen. Lord, I just give my day to you. Amen. In the life I now live, I live, amen, as the life of Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And if we do that as individuals, amen. Come on, John, get ready to get a song. i got to quit. I, it's getting dark. I feel like I've been up here 15 minutes. Amen. Hallelujah. If you will, now, if you will do that, because how many know, and you're part of the church, and you're part of the church, and you're part of the church, and there's and, and uh, hey, here's the church. Amen. Because, see, this one adds up to this one, this one adds up to that one, that one adds up pretty soon, bless God. Amen. You've got a group of people. Amen. That's for Jesus. Amen. That can't shut up. Hallelujah. They say, Lord, make this the, my, make this your day. Lord, lead somebody across my path. Lord, give me somebody to witness to. Amen. Those pastors that are watching that don't like what I'm doing here, I love you. I love you. But what I'm telling you, bless God, will start filling your church up. 